Yep. I do see it on Periscope and Facebook. And then let me make sure that DLive does connect. Sometimes it you have to finagle it a little bit to make sure it happens. I am live on Periscope and Facebook, however. What's up, everybody? Hang tight, guys. Give me a sec. I like to let everybody come on in. I should be back on YouTube in the next few days. My appeals to their false, my, my opinion, false, um, what, are the, what is that called? Community guidelines strikes, of which there were two. And it's not like I can just stop streaming on, on YouTube and just preserve it as is because they're giving me strikes for stuff that's a month old. Or in some cases, two months old. Two! <laughs> I'm stalling because DLive has to connect. It just has to. Nice! What's up, everybody? I am James Hake. It's 9.02 a.m. And this is the Hake Report. It's Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. Hello, everybody. What's up, Noah's Art, Kansas? Thank you for the support, as always. The Diamond. You can call in. Some of you already are. 888-775-3773. Quite a bit, quite a lot to get to today. I'm seeing headlines about the DOJ, which is liberal-biased, establishment-biased. Never have faith in the DOJ, the Department of Justice. It's a misnomer. They're not about justice. Oh, my, my cover broke. I knew that. I have a quick update on the France terror attack. You know, the beheading of that teacher. Innocent teacher. Did nothing wrong. To my knowledge. COVID and the Democrats, including Fauci. Hillary fanboy. Uh, are the hospitalizations actually going up? I mean, you would think so, right? It's a disease. Diseases are supposed to spread exponentially. Um, ben Shapiro and 50 Cent endorsing Trump. The debate bias. The debate bias. They're trying to mute Trump. Mute Trump like they're trying to mute you. Right? And me. Mainstream media, they seem to be, I'm suspecting, covering up Antifa's crimes. <laughs> uh, they're tricks. Tricky tricksters, right? And uh, some other news. I will be taking your calls to 888-775-3773. <laughs> By the way, quick question for you guys. Is it unreasonable to think that they are, they being Democrats, or were, knowingly sacrificing the lives of boomers and older people in these nursing homes, knowing that they're disproportionately white and disproportionately Trump supporters? That's my suspicion. That's my own personal pet conspiracy theory. But anyway, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la.
la la. So, what's up, everybody? How are you doing? Hello to my Facebook crew. Nice to see you guys over there on Facebook. It's kind of fun. Isn't it kind of fun? It's sort of quaint. It's like when we have a, an earthquake and you can't go to school. And so instead of going to school, you hang out under the table <laughs> when you're a kid and watch TV. Watch like Hey Hey We're the Monkeys and other fun TV shows. It's just a little bit different. What's up, everybody? Skip, Matt, all you guys. Fake book. And uh, somebody who said, James loves himself some boomers. Yeah. L I love boomers. Or if I love anybody, right? So, <laughs> Facebook crew is lame, says Ghost Murdoch. Okay. Um, briefly, does this guy look like he would commit a terror attack? I have pictures and I'll try to describe them for the podcast listeners, because you can podcast the show, and you can stream it on live audio, too, on TalkStream Live, as well as um, thehakereport.com slash show has the embedded JLP Live player, which plays in an app only available for Apple. It's not available on Google Play. I'll have to ask Black Bill about that. Black Tech. Black Bill. It does sounds kind of harsh. But look at this guy. I have a picture of them, a couple of them actually, that I found online of this Abdullah Anzarov, or whatever his name is, 18 years old. Here he is looking like a sort of a militant, young, athletic dude standing next to another young, athletic guy looking sort of... Well, I don't know. He's Chech Chechenian, Chechen, whatever. And I'm told that that's a... Somebody corrected me in the Jesse Lee Peterson Super Chats saying, Chechnya is not a country, James. It's part of Russia. <laughs> but I'm told that it is heavily Muslim. And these guys, especially this guy on the right, is or was a Muslim. This guy. And that's Abdullah, blah, blah, blah. Young athletic guy had some anger issues, and apparently, right? According to what I've read, too. He's the guy who cut off this teacher's head in outrage after social media outrage about the teacher showing drawings of Muhammad. There he is. Looks like a guy that I hung out with in El Monte. Looks like a, just a regular Mexican guy. But no, he's Chechen. Chechen-Russian. And he tweeted out in, uh, in what, French? He tweeted out in French a picture of the severed head, kind of disgusting. Saying, oh, we killed the hell hellhound, and M Macron, I think he spelled it Marcon. Macron, you got to control your people. S make them stop disrespecting or something like that. Um, Muhammad. As if he knows anything about what he's talking about. But, that's what he did, and that's what's kind of to be expected nowadays. Imagine that. You do this thing, you do this, trying to be respectful, trying to teach the kids about, as a teacher, right? This history teacher. So-called middle school history teacher. I didn't have middle school when I was growing up. It was elementary school, junior high, and high school. 
But apparently middle school goes all the way up through, I guess, ninth grade or 10th grade. Because one of the students who advised this teacher not to do this, warned him not to do this, to show these pictures of Muhammad, drawings of Muhammad, goofy drawings, cartoony, cartoony drawings of Muhammad, making fun of Muhammad, uh, was 15 years old. And said, oh, he shouldn't have, I, told, I advised him not to do that. It's going to be big problems. I didn't expect them to cut their head off. That's too far. <laughs> what kind of country is uh, France? There's been terror attack after terror attack after terror attack. And this is another one. It's a lone wolf, I guess you would call that. A lone wolf terror attack. But, you know, the mainstream media is supposed to, and the mainstream social media is supposed to try to reduce harm, um, not be outrage culture, right? This guy was a, is a, this uh, 18-year-old, I practically call him a kid, but quite capable of killing a teacher, a married father of a, of a five-year-old son. Uh, was a um, useful idiot for this phony communist outrage culture. And yes, I'm with uh, Bill Lockwood, who says that, what does he say about Islam? He says, Islam is socialism in communist garb. And he says that communism is sociable at, socialism at the butt of a gun, at the end of a gun. Well, this is socialism at the end of a knife, so I guess this is communism too. But basically, he said when you look at the ideology, yeah, it has a little bit of religiousness pushed into it, but it's socialism. Interesting. I guess that's why something like 60 or 80% of Muslims in this country, according to, I think, The Hill, I think I read it in The Hill or Pew or somewhere, lean Democrat. Even though... You know, the liberals pretend it's a, oh, it's a conservative religion. <laughs> and by the way, ISIS magazine published a photo of this guy's head, dead head, this dead guy's head that was cut off and he took a picture of it in the street and tweeted it out to Macron saying, control your people. Excuse me, why can't we control your people? <laughs> You got, this guy got killed, rightly so. But ISIS called for more attacks. That's according to a Drudge headline. And France, of course, vows to root out extremism. Yeah, right. How about they, how about they just go back to being a normal nation? Normal French country? A beautiful, you know... President Trump, before he was President Trump, he was a candidate, and he, w there was a whole um, section of one of those viral video remix songs of Trump's words, saying, I wouldn't go to France, because France is no longer France. I wouldn't go to France, and people are comfortable in France, thinking, oh yeah, everything's fine. You guys are, you right-wingers are just paranoid. Nope. This is reality. Closer to reality. You right-wingers are just ignorant. 
Yeah, okay. Tell that to Samuel Patti. Age 47. For showing Charlie Hebdo Muhammad cartoons that already, uh, you could say, um, prompted these uh, crazy terror attacks. Abdullah K.H. Anzarov, 18-year-old Chechen with a minor criminal history who'd lived in France from the age of six, traveled 60 miles from the Normandy, ta Normandy town of Evreux, Evreux <laughs> to the school in Conflans saint Orine. Honorine. I don't know. He had no connections to this guy. Um, followed him as he walked home from work with a 12-inch knife, 30-centimeter knife. Crazy. Before police arrived at the scene, he up uploaded the photo, video and photos of the attack to other ISIS supporters. By the way, he was ISIS. Kind of like how a lot of these people are Antifa here in this country, the terrorists, Antifa. Reportedly shot dead by police after he fired an air gun at officers and tried to stab them. Ugh, and ISIS wants more, of course. So we got to root out ISIS a little bit more, maybe. Or actually, France does. It's not really our problem. Right? That's true. But France... <laughs> does anybody have faith that France is going to root out this extremism stuff? I doubt it. The French interior minister says 51 associations, including religious schools and mosques, will be visited by security systems. S services, I mean. Ooh, I'm scared. Like, we kind of, we had that terror attack in this country, and what did we do? We just, people just embraced the, the Muslims more and kissed up to them and, and just kind of invited more uh, being pushed around. Appeasement. T typical fake liberal female-minded values, right? Appeasement of the actual aggressors and clamping down on the sane people who are like kind of sounding the alarm about the situation. French Minister Gerald Darmanin on Monday. So whatever, I just, I had to show that to you. So just to describe this young man, Looked not that tall, but looked like an athletic young man. Looked like he should have been a mildly happy person. But, you know, people are unhappy, even when they're young and healthy. Especially poorly raised Muslims, right? Poor raising. I wonder what his family was like. Oh, by the way, I read... I believe I read this in Wikipedia, of all places, that this young man's sister in 2014, six years ago, or part sister, joined ISIS. <laughs> His sister, a female, presumably, right? Unless it was a transgender. Joined ISIS, his sister. And like I said on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, I, met, I saw mention on Twitter of people saying, multiple people saying, and I haven't confirmed to myself, that Poland rejected this guy, but France said, oh yeah, come on in, stay, stay here from age six and stay here ten years. 
you know, the children of the people who come to these countries are the more dangerous ones when typically. And that's been mentioned by even like liberals, liberal phony people who study this stuff. You know, the intellectuals. They say, oh, it's usually actually the second generation. It's not the ones who come here fresh. It's their children who tend to be the ones who commit these crime, these uh, terror attacks. Crazy, huh? Who funds Antifa also funds ISIS, says Dramatic. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, Matrix Breaker. You're not wrong. He's talking about the, <clears throat> the liberal Jews and the Muslims working together against Christianity. And honestly, the Christians, the fake Christians are working against it too. Christi against real Christianity. It's so true. <laughs> I'm going to read your super chats, but I, ha I had to show that to you, this, this guy. Um, so, my question before, I, before we started the show show was about COVID and the Democrats. I read to you just some updates in Hake News of today, that uh, end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, that Democrats put people in nursing homes. You've all heard probably that Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of, Democrat governor of uh, um, New York, right? That he put COVID patients in nursing homes. That's like the worst place to put COVID patients. You're better off putting them at the beach and campgrounds on the beach. Or something. Make room. Um, Trump mentioned the idea of putting, uh, putting them on boats, like, you know, having ships that you take care of these people on. Which is a nice idea. It's kind of like a, a trailer. Set up a trailer for a ho trailer hospital. Boat hospital. Over 64% of, of virus deaths from May through August starting in May, ending in August, occurred in these so-called healthcare settings. And it was, some studies suggested, I mentioned it, from the Epic Times in Hake News of the end of hour one today, that something like 70-something percent of the deaths, of the deaths, I think, are from 78.2 percent of people who have died from CCP virus we're over 65. Over 65. And a whole lot, too, were uh, obese. You know, you've heard stories of these Christian, conservative, Trump-supporting men who stated, and it's true, that this COVID thing is overblown, it's hype, but there's also, like, you got to be careful. you got to take care of yourself. And these guys, some of them were not taking care of themselves. They were way overweight, unhealthy, and it's very typical. It's a very big problem in America, and it's not mentioned by the mainstream, I don't believe, with regard to this COVID thing. There was a, a New York cop who was 40-something. But he was, he had other issues. 
might have been overweight or diabetes or something like that. But uh, they have those problems too. Nursing homes couldn't refuse, in many states, states forbid nursing homes to refuse patients who had COVID. A nursing home is supposed to protect the people at their thing, right? Not just kill them off. But it seems like the Democrats, you know, they're okay with killing babies. Out of sight, out of mind. The womb is out of sight, out of mind. It's not a real thing. It's not a real person. Well, once, they, once those old folks, especially if they're Trump supporters, white American Christian old school Trump supporters, boomers and older, once they enter the nursing homes, is that out of sight, out of mind too for the Democrats? I kind of, I wouldn't put it past them. Kill them off. That's just, you know, it's sort of a suspicion of mine. They are that evil. They really are. They lie. They falsely smear President Trump, who actually, like, he really does have genuine concern for the people. He's like a genuine person, and these guys are all phony, posturing politicians. And it's so ridiculous that anybody listens to the mainstream media, which are a bunch of phonies, and the politicians who are a bunch of phonies, and the, you know, people like Fauci. I mean, I, I like him okay since he gets along with Trump as far as he gets along with Trump. And even when he doesn't, whatever. He's a liberal. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> or maybe he does, whatever. But he's just a... We knew from almost the beginning that Fauci was sort of a weasel. And he liked... He emailed, very famously, he emailed Hillary Clinton with this, back in like 2012, 2013, with this Benghazi thing. Remember when Hillary Clinton, some of you might not remember, but Hillary Clinton famously after the Benghazi attack, a 9-11 terror attack on uh, American compound, right? Or American whatever, over in Benghazi, Libya. What was, how many Americans got killed? Like three or four? Including this homosexual guy who was ambassador, was it Brian Stevens or something like that? But he was American, and we're supposed to protect our people. But, of course, it was Hillary Clinton, the Secretary of State at the time, under Barack Obama, under Joe Biden, under this Susan Rice woman who was, what was she, head of the NSA or something like that? Who said, oh, it was an overreaction to a video. So what? Overreaction to a cartoon cut off this guy's head. And the video was ridiculous. <laughs> so low budget. The supposed video that prompted this terror attack. Okay, we know that Muslims overreact to uh, uh, disrespect like that. Sort of like how we're t they're trained and kissed up to blacks to overreact to the N-word being said by, by non-blacks. And by conservative blacks, I guess. But she said... She was being questioned about what happened. And why it happened and all that stuff. 
And what was she, how responsible was she in handling this situation? Was she responsible or was she irresponsible in handling this situation? And she said, what difference at this point does it make, Senator? What we have to find out is what happened. <laughs> so she ignored the question and then asked the question herself. Typical trickster, um, dumb female overreaction trying to intimidate with the female anger. Um, ridiculousness. And supposedly people were impressed with her, including this Fauci guy who was working in the government, by the way. And he emailed Hillary's people saying, oh, I love that. That was so great. You, you telling those senators or congressmen about how the cow ate the cabbage, basically. <laughs> when, uh, when you said, what difference does it make? All petty and womanly. And not taking responsibility. Typical woman, huh? Not taking responsibility. I mean, especially Hillary. And, it's, and same thing with Obama was just the same way. Typical female-minded liberal. Black dude. Uh, so he's a Hillary fangirl. And I call him a fangirl because he's sort of girly. With, when you read those emails, I think it came out in WikiLeaks or somewhere. I forget where it came out. But yeah, that's, that's Fauci. So President Trump is right to go after him. Call him a... <laughs> I don't know if he called Fauci an idiot, but he said that the American people are sick of this COVID thing. They want, they've been showing up at his rallies in big numbers, which is true. The, and the L.A. slimes. I call them the L.A. slimes now. I'm stealing it from uh, the person who calls the New York Times the New York slimes. The L.A. slimes says, oh, Trump falsely said that his rallies are the biggest that they've ever been. Falsely. And he's anti-science. These are, these are people who are supposed to be reporters, including this man named Eli S something. I read about an Eli in the Bible in the Old Testament, and I don't think he was this weaselly. But these are supposed to be journalists. And by the way, this is what Wikipedia refers to, including LA Times, as authoritative, unbiased sources. Yeah, right. It's crazy. It's a liberal biased world. Anyway, let me read a few super chats and uh, keep going. Thanks again to Noah's Art Kansas. Ev Jenny Crosby 2020 says, I missed, I missed the Hake report. Said no ever. LOL. Whoa. It sounds like an attack. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, Noah's Art Kansas gave a diamond. Why only Democrat governors stupid enough to send COVID... And does he finish patients to nursing homes? Surely not to infiltrate or inflate the numbers. Oh, yeah, it's a fair point. These people are that scheming. And, you know, they have people underneath them. These, uh, these governors and things like that who are doing these things. Because it's not just the governor. It's, it's their whole administration or parts of their administration. There are aspects, very corrupt aspects of of practically every administration when, with regard to people who work for them who are just dummies and or not just dummies but evil and conniving and scheming. You saw those, you probably heard about those texts between those FBI people, the so-called lovebirds, 
Peter's was it Peter Strzok and Lisa Page or something like that? They were like, oh, we have an insurance policy. What's that mean? But the mainstream media is uncurious with regard to Democrat corruption. <laughs> but yeah, interesting point, Noah's Arkansas. Thank you to Dark Side of the Bear What for hosting the show and Jesse Lee Peterson hosting the show on DLive.tv slash The Hague Report for my channel. Joe Maddock with a diamond says, Facebook is for yoga moms. Oh, you guys got burned. Poor Willie, poor Skip, poor Matt living the dream, poor Nikki. <laughs> but I defend them right onto the Facebook faithful. Gotta elevate that page while it lasts, right? Yeah. Joe Maddock gave a diamond and said, Unity is our strength, diversity our downfall, says Joe Maddock. Yeah, especially when the diversity is of uh, mix, mixing on all manner of evil, diverse evils, right? That's what they do. Sleepy Dragon with a diamond says, Hake, what video games do you play, if any? I don't really play any video games anymore. I used to play Double Dragon go growing up. Not necessarily growing up, but when I was at my friend's house or if somebody would, would buy, pay a quarter for me to play in the arcade. Actually, we didn't have Double Dragon in the arcades. But yeah, I liked Double Dragon, I like, which is a Nintendo game of those guys that know karate. <laughs> those white guys that know karate. That's about it. I used to play Gran Turismo when, uh, in like college, when my cousins, we all went, we all went in together and bought a PlayStation. And kept it at my grandmother's house. So, on Sundays when we would go to my grandmother's house, it would be a treat we could play PlayStation. <laughs> and uh, Crash Team Racing. That was fun. And then when we, we would go up to um, Big Bear, I would play the Atari. The Atari. Very nice. That's from the 80s. I did not really know ColecoVision that much. But lately, my video games are like, I don't know. Working? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, finding, old, finding archive uh, Jesse videos to put up on, on uh, YouTube and stuff. Ron Armand gave a diamond and said, Hey, James, last few shows have been amazing. Thank you. Appreciate that. And let me just double check the Streamlabs. Appreciate the support, guys. Streamlabs.com slash The Hague Report is an alternative. So, by the way, the Republicans, as if they're going to do anything, but they're saying stuff in, especially in Pennsylvania and Indiana and, and, uh, and the federal government, too, a little bit, about this COVID thing being pushed on the seniors. House Republicans wrote in a letter to Josh Shapiro, the Attorney General of PA, Pennsylvania, back in June. The ongoing COVID pandemic has disproportionately affected the el elderly, especially those living in nursing homes and other long-term health care facilities. And the House Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis member, Representative Jackie Walorski, Republican from Indi Indiana. Sounds like a woman, I don't know. 
said just about the worst possible thing to do is knowingly introduce coronavirus to the most vulnerable populations. Yet that's exactly what several states did by mandating nursing homes accept infected patients. That's a true statement. And that's what they did. And they're getting by and they're trying to blame Trump for it. When everybody knows the best thing is local control, local handling. Except is it really? I think it kind of is. Because the local governments botching it is the local people's fault for voting in those local governments. Right? Yes. And so they're saying, oh, 210,000 people or 220 or however many it is now, right? Let's say it's 250 they're, they're claiming, right? People died of, of COVID, they say. Thanks to Trump. Whatever. Not true. People who are paying close attention to Trump, they notice that he's uh, careful himself. And yet he also lives his life. So... Anyway, did you hear that Ben Shapiro endorsed Trump? I mean, I mentioned it in Hake News. He cussed in it. I didn't know that Ben Shapiro cussed. I thought he was religious. Jewish, not Christian. So maybe Jews get to cuss. (laughs) I guess Christians, some Christians cuss too. But he's all, I mean, publicly. Publicly on his show. What the heck? I guess it's not a children's show. Or is there a time to cuss even in front of children in times like these? I don't know. But anyway, he said that Democrats have lost their F-word blanking minds. And I would say that's true. But he does admit that he was wrong about Trump, but not entirely. He doesn't entirely admit that he was wrong about Trump. He says, I was wrong about Trump in terms of policy. Because he likes President Trump's policies. And by the way, Ben Shapiro is... I think he's concerned about Israel, right? Yeah, he's, he's totally a concerned about Israel type of a person. And President Trump has been very friendly with Israel. But I think he likes Trump on some of the domestic stuff, too. But, you know, whatever. It's nice. Welcome people's support. He said, I wasn't really wrong about Donald Trump on character. I say that he was. Because there is this false, phony, intellectual lack of understanding with regard to how you have to just fight back and be real and promote yourself. Because nobody else is going to promote you. Especially if you're real and standing for what's right. You know, I've heard people close to me say, oh, he's a narcissist. But all the other people up against him are just shrimps. (laughs) Is one of the words that one of the boomer um, people close to me said. All of his opponents are just shrimps. And so, yeah, he's even though he's narcissistic or arrogant or whatever, I don't see President Trump as narcissistic or arrogant. I see most people as narcissistic, arrogant, and they're going to judge this guy for being self-promoting. 
you have to promote yourself if you're gonna and people do actually like that if you're gonna uh, win and it's not like his self-promotion is is false yeah you can nitpick and say well actually the most recent rallies haven't been his biggest but they've been pretty big they've been quite impressive unlike Joe Biden's by the way or Hillary's <laughs> so we'll see what happens on I guess we won't see what happens on election day though because they're allowing like <laughs> they're allowing <laughs> all of this crazy vote by mail stuff and stuff to come in three days late and which I don't even really understand but the Supreme Court ruled on something allowing allowing the ballots to come in trickle in kind of late and stuff like that and they don't have to be postmarked or all kinds of weird stuff allowing for room for more corruption to possibly take place to take place possibly and all that stuff so whatever nice uh ben he's not wrong about the democrats they have they are out of their minds but i think that ben kind of went out of his mind with trump too a little maybe more than a little but it's nice to see he's for what's right in this case cool and same thing with 50 cent that rapper guy come to give me a hug <laughs> I shouldn't rap that song it's inappropriate but <laughs> 50 cent is from New York he's 40 what 45 or something like that years old didn't he get shot a few times too in his older in his younger days? I think he did. Kind of like nine times. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Tupac who got shot five times. He said five shots couldn't stop me. I took it and smiled. <laughs> uh, I wonder if if never mind. Doesn't matter. If Tupac would have supported President Trump, maybe not. Because he was a mama's boy. I don't know about 50 Cent. But he has... Um, I think that he was friends with President Trump in the past, right? Because Trump was friends with everybody. And that was why he never bashed Kanye. And he was friends with Kanye from... Or always fine with Kanye in the olden days. Kanye West, the other rapper guy. Kind of degenerate. Really degenerate at one point. I don't know about now. I, I agree with Jesse Lee Peterson. I liked Kanye's uh, thing. Con about family and God and all that stuff. That's cool. But he had, several months ago, he said, you wanted a reality show host as president. Well, now you've, you're on Survivor, he says, about the COVID-19. Just making a dumb joke about um, Trump handling the COVID thing. As if he knows what he's talking about. And didn't, doesn't 50 Cent, like, bash that successful boxer guy who can't read? Um, the guy who only plays defense or boxes defense, but he's, like, the best Floyd Mayweather Jr., something like that? Between those two, I kind of like Floyd better. I think. It's hard to tell with these guys. But he looked at the... Tax Biden tax plan, and he posted a picture on Instagram of like some 
some cable news uh, finance scene. Top tax rates by, by state under the Biden tax plan. California, 62.6%. New Jersey, 60%. New York State, 58%. New York City, 62%. According to the Tax Foundation and the Biden campaign. Combined tax rate could hit 60-something percent. He said, what the? Only he said the full thing. Vote for Trump. I'm out. Forget. Well, he didn't say forget. New York. The Knicks never win anyway. I don't care what. I don't care Trump doesn't like black people. 62% you out of your blanking mind. That's what he put out on Instagram. And where does he get that Trump doesn't like black people? He, he loves black people too much. <laughs> He's, he has too much of a soft spot for blacks. In fact, that he got that, and he got like NAACP awards. He was friendly with Jesse Jackson, I think. I, you know, I would just be like, oh gosh, why are you? But I guess it was mainstream and business friendly to be liking these squeaky wheels, right? Squeaky wheels is what they were. Evil wheels. So, whatever. Let me get to some calls. Appreciate the support, guys. I will be getting to, um... Oh, uh, let me just read this quick. Uh, Evgeny Crosby, 2020, gave a diamond and said, James, it's so corrupt here in PA, Pennsylvania. What da? Yeah. Pennsylvania. Seems like such an upstanding state. Isn't the city of, is the city of brotherly love Philadelphia in PA? I think so. Philadelphia? Yes. <laughs> Harrisburg? I, I mean... I used to have friends in PA, Pennsylvania. Heavily Democrat. It's basically New England, right? Isn't it is it part of New England? With Maryland and all that stuff? <sighs> yeah. Uh It's kind of like DC. Like DC, you wouldn't think, but it is ridden with crime and uh corruption. Chicago, too. So, yeah, that's wild, man. Appreciate the support. Let me get to... Craig in Illinois has an interesting question. Um, Craig, how are you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing, sir? Doing fine, how are you? Good, can you hear me loud and clear on my phone? I do, thank you. Okay, so I want to ask you a question about this and what's your perspective about being called a minority. I I never really use the term except mockingly or when, you know, because I read so much news, it sometimes slips out, but it's not my normal talking stuff. So I don't think okay. of normal people using the word minority, only like brainwashed kind of intellectual brainwashed liberal types using the term minority because it's okay. it is kind of divisive and subversive right. okay yeah and how about you and another I, I don't like it because we're all american yeah we all stand for one there's only one race and that's the united states of america <laughs> we, we are one man yeah um we should by be. the way i am black <laughs> at least the decent ones so 
Yeah. You know, my thing here is with this with Fifty Cent and uh, I mean, what kind of name is that for a rapper anyway? Fifty Cent, but um, uh, for what he said that he care for Trump being like black folks, that's so untrue. Yeah, and that's just a lot of stuff that's coming with all this division, and it makes some of the good blacks look bad when they start doing these stuff. Like these celebrities, I don't want these celebrities talking for me. Yeah. Okay. You I'm know, the other thing man. is they're afraid of their squeaky wheel type fans. Like, I bet right. you 50 Cent, if he were actually talking what he really believes, unless he is that dumb and brainwashed, I don't think that he really thinks that Trump doesn't like blacks. I think that was just a, a nod, a kiss up to the evil mob of fans, of his, among his fans, you know? Anyway, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. And like you know, this whole thing of what they're teaching in the educational process with white privilege, and uh, they're talking about Black Lives Matter trash. Uh, it, it's just so divisive the way they do that, and then that gets other races upset, and it feels like that. They're, they're showing preferential treatment towards certain individuals. Yeah. So I, I, I just don't like what's going on and how it makes me as a black American, you know, how people may look at me if I go on a job interview and they might say, well, you know, uh, man, look what, how they act on television and all that stuff. You know, I want to be judged based on my character, not my color. Yeah. But I'm not with that stuff. But you still have people that have that process of thinking like what they see on television, and not all of us are like that. Right. It's like in all races, not every race behaves like that. And I'm just so sick of the media with the COVID, uh, with, you know, having, you know, President Trump denounce white supremacy. Why don't you have <laughs> the Democrat denounce that? Because they're the one that started this crap with this stuff, okay? Yeah, and, on, and honestly, like, it's such a joke. Like the bigger problem, it ignores the bigger problem, which is them. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyway. So that's that's what I wanted to talk to you about and get your 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 you know saying your perspective on this. But man, I appreciate all what y'all doing over at Bond, and you know I be trying to call Justin, but man, his deadline be so busy, I can't I even get through. <laughs> well, call so. early and often. I I advise to call right at six or even before six in the morning our time, which I guess would be. Nine in the morning, your time, and call yeah, uh, often. Right. Call regularly right. to try to get through. But appreciate that, man. Yeah, and I appreciate y'all too, man. I just love this show, man. Every time I, you know, I'm, I'm going through some stressful times, I always tune in and watch y'all show because it makes me feel better. And then, like y'all, y'all got logic sense, y'all got common sense. God gave us common sense, so yeah. we have to use common sense, man. So, but I appreciate all y'all over there, Brian. Appreciate that. Cool. Thank you, Craig. All right, man. Appreciate no you, man. No problem, sir. All right. Bye. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. It's it's actually two hours ahead in Illinois. Unless you're Chicago. Chicago's three, right? Isn't Chicago three hours ahead? Oh. Let me see. I'm, I'm this stubborn that I'm going to look it up. Oh, sure enough. Chicago's only two hours. Dang. It's been a while since I was producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And I used to, like, kind of know these, this uh, central time versus where the central time ended and the...
and the Eastern time started. So 8 a.m., Craig, in Illinois. 8 a.m., not 9 a.m. 8 if you're in Illinois. Don't call it 9, otherwise... I mean, you can, but it's going to be tough to get through. <laughs> yep. Let me quickly get to Christina in Sacramento. Wants to comment on the upcoming debate. Christina, how are you doing? Hey, good morning, my friend. Hey, good morning. Hey. Hey, so uh, two things. I've been hearing people all angry about the debates, right, and Trump and everybody's unfair and the moderators. He yeah. is a grown man. He <laughs> 100% knows what he's getting into. I think these people need to stop worrying about that. Yeah. For gosh sakes, the man was a New York businessman. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's been up against people that, honestly, these people are shrimp. He knows full well on Thursday he's going to be debating two people. Right. I mean, it's no secret. He's just going to be debate two people at the end of it, you yep. know? And <laughs> he has to come at them like a machine gun. He does. He has to just rattle them out, and it doesn't care if they're he's uncouth or undisciplined or whatever. What is he supposed to do? Right. I mean, yeah, so that's, I, I don't that's get a fair caught point. up in that. Yeah, but you I know? do like that it is getting a little bit of hype because the yeah, more I, hype true, and controversy, the more people will tune in, and that means right? more people will see Trump and they'll see that he's real and telling the truth as opposed to just I, seeing— honestly, how the media uh, caricatures him, which is of course, <laughs> and he, you know, the way I look at it biblically, he who has eyes to see, let him see. Yeah, that's that's a how fair I see point. It. He, he, you know, he has to talk to the undecideds. That's why he's up there. The Trump supporters are already going to vote for him, and the Bidens are already going to do it. But there's a yeah. ton, for whatever reason, that can't make up their mind, even to this point. So, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Huh. Or they're for Biden just because they're dumb and brainwashed. But oh, of course. every now and then there's, there's going to be um, somebody that wakes up. That's a you fair know? point. And I'm like, no, what are you guys worried about? I mean... You know. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. And there's people like Ben Shapiro who didn't who actually didn't vote. Talk about talk about betraying Gosh. the country. Didn't vote Gosh. for President Trump in twenty sixteen, but at least he's voting for him this time. Hey, so. you know, we all have our faults. No yeah. one's perfect. And if, if people take Trump and put him on a pedestal or take Shapiro or Jesse or anybody, then that's their fault. Right. You know, yep. everybody's got their thing. And so you can't idolize these people. Yeah. I, mean, I like how and then, I like how the Trump campaign is going after the debate people as being biased. Oh yeah. But you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about President Trump. He he knows how to fight and he knows how to debate. So yeah, he's it right. that's all he's he's been bred for that. And in all honesty, you know? people were. What did you honestly think about his first debate performance? Uh, hey, I didn't think it, he had. He was debating two people. Right. So he had to. He had to come at him with the machine gun. If he stops and is quiet, boom, they're going to say he's weak. Yeah. You know? Yep. So he had to. I didn't think anything one iota. I just thought he does what he does. This is what he does. Yeah. You know? He came out of the womb prepared and, and groomed for this. In all honesty— I mean, I, did you feel that he interrupted them too much at all? What is he supposed to do? Yeah. Even if he did, that, what, what else can he do? Right. They're going to stand there and spew this nonsense that is completely false, and you've got a lot of brainwashed people out there, so he had to. Yeah. Um, you know, there's time for If we wanted somebody polite, then Cruz or Rubio would have been in office. <laughs> I know. And, exactly. You know? But right. these are not, and I talked to my husband about this, right? He said, because we had eight years of Biden, of uh, Obama, 
That's why we have a Trump right now in office. Yeah. And thank God, too. Honestly. Exactly. And so the way I see it, James, God forbid, but hey, I don't know. Even if Biden, well, actually, if Harris wins, then, <laughs> right. you know, because he'll just, he'll go retire. I just, I see, he'll retire. Nancy <laughs> Pelosi and Harris will be running the country. Um, and so if that happens, I just look at it that, okay, then we'll have four years of horrific garbage and then there will be another Trump. So, well, I mean, whatever I mean, comes, we're supposed to ha- maintain faith that's and right. not worry. So that's right. No, what for? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And in the end, we all die anyway. So, <laughs> well, I mean, some. It's, not yeah, all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's not like we're not supposed to do anything. But I think if we get all caught up in it and all scared and emotional right. and all that, then it's just defeating the purpose. Totally. Um, and then, James, one more thing. I, I was listening to uh, this guy that called later on on Jesse's program who uh, went to Vietnam and found a wife. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and I understand that I do, you know, I, I just, I, I'm, I don't, I don't know, you know, because sometimes when they get here, they change. I've seen that happen. Um, or just when they get married, they change, they change, Yeah. you know, and it's all great. And uh, God bless their marriage. I hope it works and it's successful, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I have to say that for me, um, my husband and I have been married since 98. I don't know how many years that is. Um, never once has I, I think maybe once or twice, I don't even remember if I've ever written a bill. Um, I have no idea how much he makes. I have no clue where the money comes or goes or how much, I don't even know how much our mortgage is. Wow, that's cool. Um, I have no idea. Uh, And he talks about it, right? I don't, I don't, that's not, it's his money. It's his money. He makes the money. He makes the money go out. I have no idea. We have a joint account. I don't even know how much we have in there. Um, (laughs) That's cool. So I know that I I got enough money to buy the the groceries every yeah. week. That's right all. On. And and <laughs> it doesn't mean that I'm a brainless dummy, you know. Yeah. Um but it's not but your it concern. Works. Nice. It's not my concern. It's I have and if if he passes, he has his own company, he has a spreadsheet written out what I'm supposed to do. If he wow. passes, where the money's supposed to go and what I do. And I got the That's spreadsheet cool. there just in case. So <laughs> That's cool. Right on. Right? Congratulations, Christina. That's cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyhow, James, you know what? God bless you guys. And uh, I remember one time you said the society corrupts you, and then the society judges you when you wake up. Yeah. Um, you, it's true. I I wrote that down, and I tell people that. Yeah. That's what they so, did with. Quotes. That's what they did with Trump. Like they're try, trying to act like, oh, he has the Christian vote, but look at his past and all his past marriages and stuff like that. Yeah, it was wrong, and like, so what? He's standing for what's right now. So do you know what I tell the Christians when they tell me that? I tell them, so you're saying that all your biblical patriarchs, yeah, and they have they. You guys listen to them. You read about them. So Abraham, Isaac. Moses, all of them. David. So the only yeah. one, David, they were all messed up. They're humans. The only one who wasn't was Jesus Christ, yeah. and he was born of God. So you can't can't judge. Right you know? on. Appreciate you, Christina. Good points. All right. Take care. All right. God bless. Bye. You as well. Yeah, I. it's kind of rare for a woman, the wife, not to really know the finances. It, I used to do kitchens, right? Kitchens. Like design, measure, design, kind of oversee the construction and the installation of 
custom cabinetry. And most of the time, oh, I gotta ask the boss. Meaning the male would say, oh, the wife is the boss. Oh, I have to check with the wife on the finances. What do you think? Can we afford this? Stuff like that. And usually the woman is the one handling the finances. Interesting. Maybe sometimes it's okay. But when you're calling them the boss, please. Yeah, Willie. We're coming into the last couple of minutes here of this first hour. I'm going to be touching on this debate bias. Well, actually, let me just cover briefly right now. You heard that they're going to mute President Trump while Biden is talking, answering his two-minute answers to his questions so that he can, one, not answer the question, filibuster, lie, and not answer real questions. And then they'll open it up for them to uh, banter during the open discussion. Such a phony establishment pretending that we have to be so-called civil debate when in reality we are at a you know basically like a war it's a it's definitely an ideological war in some cases they are killing us or you know trump supporters police supporters knowingly and standing by and allowing that type of stuff to happen these are very corrupt evil people and president trump is very appropriate in any given circumstances he's appropriate there are times to be so-called inappropriate right and rough and gruff and crude or whatever and he's that in those situations yeah he's a little edgy sometimes <laughs> for you know the family friendly christian shelter your children from all those cuss words and stuff but he is appropriate given whatever the situation is he listens when he's one-on-one -on -one with you and he uh bashes you when you're bashable <laughs> so he's very appropriate i uh it's ridiculous, all of this, pretending that he was the problem. The Commission on Presidential Debates thanked Christopher Wallace for his so-called professional handling of that first debate or whatever. Chris Wallace was more of a problem and a distraction than President Trump. So, that's objective. Anyway, I will be right back for hour two. I am going to touch on uh, the Antifa cover-up, and I think it is a cover-up. And I heard, you know, I may touch on this if I get any more information on this antitrust lawsuit. It's a breaking up the monopoly of Google, Facebook, YouTube. I don't know. Twitter. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if it'll be effective. I highly doubt it. And some other news as well. Are the hospitalizations up, by the way, with this COVID thing? Probably. Probably. All right, guys, hang tight for a couple of minutes here. I'll be right back for hour two.
by the way, guys, I heard that Trump, Donald Trump, that is, went on 50 Cent's radio show 11 years ago on something called G-Unit <laughs> Radio. <laughs> I'm chuckling because I'm so white. <laughs> and it feels so silly saying black stuff like G-Unit. <laughs> and that was like so 11 years ago. That does feel like 11 years ago. That sounds like a dated black thing <laughs> to be repeating in, in like the whitest way possible. Hardcore white guy. Uh, people call me... People used to call me that, and I never got it. Like, why do they call me a hardcore white guy? <laughs> I'm just me, but I guess that's what that is. <laughs> By the way, speaking of this bias thing, just touching briefly on it again, with regard to, you know, the, the censorship by muting Trump. You know, Biden has noth nothing to say, right? He'll try to... He's so weak and feeble, he can't even interrupt Trump if he wanted to. It was so funny watching, um, <laughs> watching Kamala Harris be like, excuse me, I'm talking, I'm talking. But she would like still be pausing, so he would be like, but you have to do, 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 do. And he would just keep on, you would just go right through and just plow right over her, excuse me, I'm talking stuff, because she would pause and act like he was supposed to just sit there and be quiet and look stupid rather than just continue with his point. She left an opening for him to continue his point. So, right on. Mike Pence, she is weak. Yeah, she is weaker than... Uh, I guess that maybe that's... Because I think that a full-blown black woman would have tried to steamroll him back. But she has a little bit of Indian in her. India? And they are... I think, I think of India as being a little bit quieter. She's fake black. <laughs> Sassy, phony, turnoff of a woman. As in, turn off your even remote desire to vote for somebody or see her in public office at all. But that's California for you. She's a California senator and former California attorney general. Sick. And now we have a Javier Becerra, another a Hispanic attorney general, who, and I mentioned this yesterday, is prosecuting uh, L.A. County D.A. Jackie Lacey's husband for pointing a gun at Black Lives Matter who were storming their porch, his porch, Jackie Lacey's porch. And she's a, just a kind of a weak Democrat herself, Jackie Lacey woman, but not as off the deep end. Soros-friendly, end-of-America-friendly uh, DA candidate or incumbent. She's the incumbent. The other guy's a candidate as this... Oh, I misnamed him as Gordon Gascon, but I guess it's George Gascon, right? Uh, who's trying to run against... With the support of just the worst people. Patrice Cullors endorsed him. Did I mention that? Patrice Cullors of Black Lives Matter, the lesbian... Socialist commie who ran from Jesse when he asked her if she supports capitalism or not four times and she didn't answer and then click <laughs> And she called it violent She called Jesse Lee Peters. She called the Jesse Lee Peterson show violent and demeaning or something like that on Twitter She endorsed this George Gascon guy, so don't vote for George Gascon 
I don't know if you should vote for Jackie Lacey. I guess so. Maybe she has the best chance to be at least somewhat sane. But she's caving in every way, too, just like Jesse Lee Peterson said. Not to rehash what I said yesterday. But she's she apologized for her husband trying to protect her and their home. Presumably it's his home, too, right? I would hope. Uh, people. But I noticed that Wikipedia has a very clear bias. And it is made by, like, the people. Like, anybody can edit Wikipedia, supposedly. Depending on the prominence of the page, if it's too prominent and subject to people trying to finagle it in different biased ways, they lock it. But they lock it in a biased way. I told you about how Hunter Biden's Wikipedia page calls it just a debunked white, debunked right-wing conspiracy theory about his laptop and his inappropriate relationships with these foreign nations, right? Ukraine and China and these companies that wanted, wanted an in, allegedly, with, uh, according to an email that seems like it's real, um, to, uh, with Joe Biden, who was vice president under Barack Obama at the time. So very clear bias, in, in part because of the bias of the liberal media and the bias of the way these dummies were raised. It's a bunch of dumb millennials, mostly, I would guess, who are editing these things and in charge of this. For example, they blacklist Breitbart and Daily Caller and Daily Wire and Daily Mail, which is kind of far left, but it also has some right-wing friendly content on it. Um, those companies, especially like the American ones, are, yeah, they have a lower budget. They can't cover as much. Smaller operations, certainly not perfect. Not even particularly right-wing, some of them. But they're less biased than the disgusting L.A. slimes <laughs> or the New York slimes, the Washington Compost or uh, CNN or MSNBC, the mainstream media liberals. They give, and they also give a pass to stuff like Right Wing Watch, Media Matters, Newsweek, which is basically like Right Wing Watch spill over into the mainstream, and uh, Mediaite, which also has some disgustingly biased and un dishonest so called reporters, writers, Mediaite, and other outlets. If, and by the way, if Mediaite had existed in the earlier 90s, like, there would be completely different coverage of stuff that went on in the 90s and early 2000s. So there's, like, a, an over-attention on, the, like, the newer fangled people than the people who have been around forever. So, interesting. You guys already knew about Wikipedia, but I just like to point it out a little bit because they have this thing called deprecated sources. And so it basically disallowed, which means unreliable sources. D it doesn't even matter the validity of the article itself. It just says, oh, you can't use that source. Meanwhile, like the mainstream is propping up the false lies of Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Me too and everything. Just smears in Russia, Russia, Russia conspiracy theory. Is, they're believing the conspiracy theory. It's crazy. But, um... Here's another example. This is from Drudge and AP. Yeah, I still look at Drudge, guys. <laughs> Calm down, though, please. AP, the far-left anti-American outlet, 
activist outlet called Associated Press. Huge, though, huge. I think they're known as like a wire service, too. They did a study. AP finds most arrests in these protests aren't leftist radicals, they say. That's because they don't arrest the leftist radicals. <laughs> That's from Alana Durkin-Richer, Colleen Long, a couple of females, sounds like, and Michael Balsamo, or Balsamo. Trump, and so they say, President Donald Trump portrays the hundreds of people arrested nationwide in protests against racial injustice, which is a misnomer itself. It's not real injustice. It's not even racial injustice. George Floyd, even if you think it was injustice, it wasn't racial injustice. Where's the racist part of it? Except for the fact that he was black. Shallow people, huh? Willie, Willie says, Wikipedia used to be good. I still like to go to the reference to see what they say about stuff. I take pr practically everything I read with a grain of salt. Uh... Very few of those charged, of charged, keyword charged, appear to be affiliated with highly organized extremist groups. Many are young suburban adults from the very neighborhood Trump vows to protect from the violence in his re-election push to win support from the suburbs, they say. But people, there's been a whole lot of catch and release. What's all that racket? <laughs> Is that Bill? Okay, yeah. <laughs> There's been a whole catch-and-release campaign amongst, and amongst the so-called authorities, the DAs, corrupt DAs and all that, with regard to Antifa. So I'm letting you know about this article so you can, I mean, you probably already can think for yourself and see that this is, they're lying to you. They're dishonest to you. Trump is telling you, like, Recounting what's before your very eyes, and they're saying, don't believe your lying eyes. That's not Antifa. <laughs> and even if it were, like, I'm, I'm sure that there are a whole lot of misguided, blind, brainwashed, young, so-called suburbanites. Which includes Antifa, by the way. Uh, who are that dumb and evil that they're tearing up the country, too. Or getting themselves arrested. But we've seen catch and release, catch and release with regard to, like, Portland, Seattle, all that stuff. Meanwhile, they're attacking, trying to kill, burn, blind, shine lasers into the eyes of, of cops, um, barricade them inside of, you know, trap them inside of court houses and stuff like that and set the place on fire. They've set a couple of precincts on fire. But we're supposed to pretend, oh... Most arrests aren't leftist radicals. One, because they aren't arrested. Two, because it, when they are arrested, they aren't charged. And three, because the mainstream media isn't, and the liberals in the government are Antifa supporters. They just are. Attorney General William Barr has urged his prosecutors to bring federal charges on protesters. And he's thought about charging the local mayors and city councils, maybe, I don't know, but local governments for not enforcing the law against their liberal 
uh, destructive people, right? Who caused violence and is suggested rarely use sedition charges could apply. Sedition. Sedition. That's what that is. Sedition is like when you're trying to overthrow the government, right? And that is what they're trying to do. They openly say no borders, no walls, no USA today at all. Abolish the police. Oh, it used to be slave patrols. So what? Slavery was legal. They were trying to enforce the law. You can't just let slaves run away. Oh, okay. S slavery is wrong, so I'm just going to let you run away. <laughs> Please. We are an orderly society and always had have been. Much less so now because of the corrupt, dumb liberals in the, you know, and the weak so-called conservatives. The Department of Justice has pushed for detention even as prisons across the U.S. were releasing high-risk inmates because of COVID. Defense attorneys and civil rights activists are questioning why the Department of Justice has taken on cases to begin with. They say most belong in state court, but the states aren't enforcing the laws. You know, they always do this. They say, oh, it should be local control when the federal government is trying to do what's right. And when the local government is trying to do what's right, oh, it should be federal control. For example, with this SB 1070 from 10 years ago or something, over in Arizona, where they were trying, they had a major illegal immigration problem. To this day! Yeah, there's my first to this day. To this day! <laughs> that got Joel's head to rise. He's like, oh gosh. <laughs> you white guys. <laughs> Full-blown white guys, I mean. Uh, <laughs> to this day, they're having these problems with the illegal immigration. To this day! To this day, they are. <laughs> and under the great Sheriff Joe Arpaio and many others, they were trying to enforce immigration laws in the state of Arizona because illegals were overrunning and terrorizing and it was unsafe to even go in certain areas in our own country there were signs don't go avoid this area especially at night in our own country it's so out of control with illegals criminals drug runners all that stuff coyotes coyotes being uh not the animal but the people that were transporting the illegals um that we can't even go certain places in our own country. Talk about no-go zones. It's not just the Muslims. <laughs> uh, but, and so, uh, the, uh, in Arizona, they were trying to start this, do this, oh, cops, please ask them for their papers. Or, you know, if, if you have reasonable suspicion that they may not be here legally, ask for them. Show us your papers, please. Type of stuff. It's an out-of-control situation. And they say, that can lead to racial profiling. It's really ethnic profiling based on Latino, right? Because Latinos are the most of the illegals, especially in that area. They're not going to the white communities to do that. One of my friends complained on Facebook at, at that time. Oh, it's so biased. Please, the whites are not the primary illegal aliens and criminals. But they're that dumb. They're that much of useful idiots. Commies! Yeah. <laughs> I have friends with- I'm friends with commies, I guess. 
or was. Hey, what what could I do? It was I grew up there. <laughs> Used to be white in my parents' generation. Then it was like full, mostly Hispanic. <laughs> By the time I was there, and Asian. But uh, but they were trying to enforce and bring some or law and order to their state. And then they they you know the liberals came in and said. Immigration law is actually supposed to be federally enforced. You don't have any jurisdiction over this. So they have to let the stuff run out of control. Well, in this case, the liberals are lo the locals letting Antifa run out of control, including the state. And the federal wants to help protect the people, the honest, decent people whose businesses are getting torn apart, who are getting their lives threatened and sometimes killed by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And they say, you can't do that, it's supposed to be state and local control. It's highly unusual, without precedent in recent American history. Talking about, oh, you can't use sedition laws. Police cars being burned. Are you kidding me? Why are you bringing arson charges in federal court? It's inappropriate. But... It just shows you the mainstream, the so-called civil rights people and the local governments, and in some cases the federal governments, are covering for Antifa. Ridiculous. By the way, President Trump called Biden a criminal. Right on. Very true. I think that that's accurate. Ronald Reagan's amnesty for all those illegals is why, Hake, says Matt. He calls him Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm sure that there's going to be some stuff that comes back to haunt us with regard to uh, Trump's actions, some of Trump's actions, right? Ronald Reagan. What, you know, all the boomer conservatives, the Tea Partiers and all them, they loved Ronald Reagan, and I grew up liking him. I, you know, I was a little kid. I was born, like, six months into his first term, I guess. Right? Mid-July, he started it. Whatever. And, you know, we all, we all thought that he was... I don't know about you guys. Some of you guys probably know, knew... Maybe knew better, I don't know. But he was... Some say that some defend him and say that he was basically suckered by the people, by the Democrats, because he made this deal. Okay, amnesty in, in exchange for border security. <laughs> and of course, we don't have any border security. We don't. <laughs> and we have like crazy crime. I told you about the, the murder rates over in Juarez and all that stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> The Democrats promised a wall to Ronnie if he gave amnesty. A wall or a fence or something, but no. Ronnie was amazing. Why do you keep on calling him Ronnie? Isn't that disrespectful? It's Ronald Reagan. It's President Ronald Reagan to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. You can't give an anything to these people. This is the survival of the country, right?
And by the way, like, in 1996, you saw the footage from the Jesse Lee Peterson show, the Revolutionary Communist Party attacking the boomers, and actually they were older than boomers, too. Because the boomers back then were pretty young. Relatively. But they were attacking the old folks. The silent generation, or the greatest generation, or whatever they're called. Seems kind of self-important. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. And uh, the, the, um, the Asians over there, the Pacific Islanders in those protests, you saw like everybody on the side of evil. Supporting, not um, giving welfare to illegal aliens. They were saying, oh, we stand against racism. And you even saw that, uh, who's that guy who's a black Muslim radical, hates whites and Christians and Jews and pretends to kiss up to Jesus? Louis Farrakhan, one of his little peons, gave a speech, oh, we stand with La Raza. Against the white man was what he was saying. Supporting the destruction of the blacks. Sucker. So, anyway. Yeah, I think they are covering up for Antifa. I, I don't just think. I can, you can see it. What about this antitrust lawsuit? Is that real? Are they going to do anything with it? Every now and then I, I see stuff that makes me think, are they really going to do this? Let's see here. DOJ files. This is from the Epic Times. DOJ files antitrust lawsuit against Google and it draws bipartisan praise. <laughs> okay, if it draws bipartisan praise, I'm not happy about it. Because that means the rhinos and the Democrats are, are up for it. Right? Lawmakers in the House and Senate praised a DOJ lawsuit against Google over allegations the tech giant used its power to preserve its monopoly. Josh Hawley, who's okay, right? Republican from Missouri said today's lawsuit is the most important antitrust case in a generation. I hope, I know, I hope so. That'd be nice. Probably going to be a mixed bag because we have to change society. <laughs> uh, Chris and Nick are joking. Nick are. I didn't say the other word. Other word. Chris and Nick are. <laughs> are joking around with me. Saying it's real. It's over for big tech. It's done. <laughs> And then Chris, I mean, Nick says, LOL. And Chris agrees. All of our problems are solved. Yeah, there was bipartisan support for the Iraq war. How'd that work out for you? They, then they just left Bush hanging. <laughs> uh, and, then, uh, and then under Obama, especially with, um, with Afghanistan, he left the... Um, rules of engagement so bad that the soldiers were dying left and right. More soldiers died under Obama in Afghanistan than under W. And I don't even know 
if we should have been in either place. I don't know. Yeah, uh, speaking, going back to Reagan and not following through. Reagan promised, I heard this, to abolish the Department of Education coming from the federal government to stop our children from being indoctrinate, indoctrinated. Nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> Skip says, what'd you say? But he says, Josh Hawley says, Google and its fellow t big tech monopolists exercise unprecedented power over the lives of ordinary Americans, controlling everything from the news we read, yep, to the security of our most personal information. Google in particular has gathered and maintained that power through illegal means, he claims. David N. Siciline, I don't know how to pronounce that, but he's from Rhode Island, Democrat, said it, he said, it's maintained a monopoly to harm competition. Critical, the Justice Department's lawsuit focuses on Google's monopolization of search and search advertising, targeting the anti-competitive business practices. He also wants to go... I think he wants to go against Facebook, Google, Amazon, and Apple. And you know, like, some of the scum of the earth want to go after these people, too. It's like evil fighting evil. Like that one woman from Delaware. Delaware, right? Senator... The one who said, Hi, honey, you want a beer? Uh, Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas. She wanted to go after Facebook. I don't trust her to go after Facebook. They're just gonna wreak more evil. Google's business model is evolved from a turnstile to the rest of the web to a walled garden that incre increasingly keeps users within its sites. Oh, Massachusetts. Delaware, Massachusetts. It's all the same to me. I'm in California. Why can't they have big states over there? I'm just, I'm playing around, kind of. But, we'll see. I like Alex Jones. Google is evil. <laughs> Google is evil. He's shouting at that Patel, whatever that guy is, the guy who's in charge of Google, and the guy's just smirking. Because he's walking into the, you know, the federal, face of the federal government, but in a way, if not in reality, he's more powerful than any of those people in the federal government. Certainly individually. If not, he's, maybe he's more powerful than the whole Congress. He kind of is. That uh, Indian guy who's running Google. Right? Isn't he more powerful than any of them? And same thing with Zuckerberg, even though, like, most of us don't even like Facebook anymore. We don't use it. <laughs> uh, no offense to you guys over on Facebook. I like you. But... I don't know people, I don't know many people my age or younger who use Facebook a lot. I don't know many. For years, the DOJ argued American consumer, consumers had to accept Google's policy privacy practices. Yeah, Zoomers do not use Facebook. But I don't know, I don't... Can you take, can you really take down Google? Google's bigger... Google will outlast America. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a bad, uh, maybe that's a, maybe that's false. President Trump calls Biden a criminal and a reporter criminal for not covering Biden's alleged corruption. 
causes CNN dumb... Can I say that word? He calls them dumb... People who were born before their parents were married. <laughs> and, you know, he's not wrong. And you know, a lot of you guys are upset with President Trump for not having prosecuted Hillary Clinton. Did you know that he tried to? But he had some guy, I think Don McGahn or something like that, one of those White House counsels, said, you can't do that, it's going to look politically motivated. What, so just because somebody's a huge target for conservatives? And for, like, normal people who are not even conservative, even, like, the far left hate Hillary, honestly. Um, they can't go after her? It's weird. Don McGahn, I don't even think that he's in there anymore. But the federal government is filled with the swamp like that. Scum like them. Don Mc, I think that was Don McGahn. I don't know. There's... I remember reading it. I specifically remember reading that Trump said, open up an investigation into Hillary. Let's do this. But no. They're like, you know, you can't do that. It's going to look bad. But Trump is looking out for, like, what's right for the country, but he's one man. He can't say, I'm a lawyer now, and I'm, as if they have to be a lawyer, right? I'm looking into this Hillary thing. No, he has to do other stuff. But, what a mess. It's crazy. Lock her up, lock him up, lock them all up. So, and this was like a front page of Drudge. And I don't know if, I don't know where Drudge stands or if Drudge is involved anymore. I know you guys advise to look other places. Citizens, citizen free press and others. Very nice other alternative outlets out there. Revolver News, very nice. I like them. Trump called, said that Biden was caught cold, should have been locked up weeks ago, and Bill Barr had mercy on him. <laughs> Bill Barr is a very nice man and a very fair man, <laughs> Trump said. It sounds like a dig on him. <laughs> As in beta. <laughs> Just... Re just remember it, because I get angry too, Trump said, because the people are sick of Barr. And I think so is Trump a little bit. Barr is no wingman like, like a shameless wingman as uh, that Eric Holder was for Obama. Biden played a role in his son's alleged lucrative business dealings in Ukraine and China. And even, like there was an email... According to that laptop thing, that uh, specifically the one Ukrainian guy said, oh, yeah, thank you for setting up this, my meeting with Vice President Biden, something like that. It's crazy. He said, Joe Biden is a criminal. He's been a criminal for a long time. And he's told the media, you're a criminal for not reporting it. Reuters guy, Chef Mason. Fair enough. They are covering up, like I said, they're covering up Antifa, they're covering up the Democrats. Very biased. Not just biased, but just, they're the fake news media, the enemy of the people, right? 
why his campaign strategy seems to be to call Biden a criminal. Because he's, he got caught, read his laptop, Joe Biden said of his, of the guy's son. Burisma in 2014, when Black Lives Matter was wreaking havoc in America, Obama was kissing up to them and kissing up to the fake idea of black victimhood when it's black perphood, perpetratorhood. And what a mess. So that's nice. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of these phony, like, Chris Cuomo and these people who are just kind of liberal jokes. Did you guys hear, I hate to really talk too much about this, I don't want to get too graphic or anything. But did you guys hear about, is he a CNN guy or was he a CNN guy? Jeffrey Tubin. Can you just Google a picture of him? Nothing too graphic. <laughs> a normal portrait of him. He needs, he needs to listen to Big Bear. <laughs> right? Oh, man. November can't come soon enough, right? Some of you guys participate in November something. <laughs> this guy, out of control person. And there's some drudge headlines that I, I can't even read to you guys. I'm too family friendly. The New Yorker, he's a New Yorker writer, but he also appears on, I think he appears on CNN or something. I've seen him around. Suspends Jeffrey Tubin for inappropriate behavior, let's just say. On Zoom, I guess you know how all these, with these shutdowns, all these dumb pundits, self-important pundits, or pundits, whatever you're supposed to say, are going on Zoom instead of going in studio. Or going into different studios to do the satellite feed. So they do this Zoom thing with their own computers or laptops to give their interview on air. Well, this guy did that. And then afterwards, he started doing something inappropriate, thinking that the Zoom call had been over. Suspended for his Zoom exposure. CNN chief legal expert, I think, maybe? <laughs> uh, terrible. Embarrassing. Somebody called it an embarrassingly stupid mistake. Are you guys... Well, I'm not trying to... S anyway, he, he did something very compromising and embarrassing f uh, for him. On the Zoom call. Yikes. How old is that guy anyways? He apologized to his wife, family, friends, and co-workers. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video, he said. Yikes. What a shame. But you know, I mean, they, they fired him. 
But like, meanwhile, they're doing actual harm to the country. All these people, New Yorker, CNN, all that stuff. This guy is 60 years old. Dang. I thought you're supposed to get over all inappropriate behavior by 60, certainly. But I guess not for liberals. Doesn't apply. That's a shame. But he was let go of New Yorker anyway. <laughs> Baba Gochu guy is, is asking, can you just momentarily switch over to adult viewers only and tell us what he did? <laughs> I can't even read these headlines out loud. Cringeworthy incident, though, on Monday. That's that guy. He needs to be, um, he needs to join. <laughs> you know how these people criticize the, the alt-right and um, everybody else that they call the alt-right who are not alt-right <laughs> as Nazis for be, being for morals and standing against pornography and stuff like that? Well, that's what this guy was apparently kind of into, but not, he was not into the alt-right stuff, he was into the, the you know, the very unchristian stuff, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Owen. He needs to listen to Owen and get over his mess. <laughs> uh, yes, that's what he was doing. I'm reading the chat. Ah. <laughs> uh. November. He's going to start his November early, am I right? <laughs> I can't even say what November is. Cause <laughs> uh, it's, anyway, you guys, are you guys catching on? It's awful. Yeah, not, at that point, Nazi is considered a compliment. Because, you know, they claim, oh, you guys are Nazis, when they're just trying to be Christians. People are just trying to be Christians and stand for some morals and get over their vices and degenerate, perverted behavior. You know, society, you know, what, what Christina from Sacramento mentioned about what I said about how society makes you degenerate and then selectively bashes the men and the Christians and the people who are trying to stand for what's right. And when they do anything wrong, and rightly so, like, even in the Bible it said, like, you're held to a higher standard. Fine. Let's live up to the standard, right? We, can we live up to the standard? Be perfect. Be blameless. It's crazy. But he's, uh, they'll chew you up and spit you out and throw you off to the side once you get embarrassed and exposed. Man. Yeah, basically is caught with his pants down. There you go. That was a clean way to say it. P caught with his pants down. <laughs> Thank you, James has great hair, man. Appreciate you. No tube in November, says Cactus Eater Bear with a with diamond. Yes. No tube in November. He needs to call Bond better than just listening to Big Bear. He needs to call Bond for some private counseling. 
right? 800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-2663, Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> you know, and these other people are just as corrupt as him. Like, Chris Cuomo is, like, embarrassing. I didn't realize how, like, narcissistic that guy is. He's just so full of himself. Man, like, flexing his muscles in front of the women and stuff like that and just being, like, cringy, goofy. Is he Gen X or is he Boomer? This guy is embarrassing, and Tucker Carlson has been, like, embarrassing him lately. Chris Cuomo. All these, all these guys. What's up, White Rabbit Radio? Appreciate you hosting the Hague Report over there on DLive. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, this guy was supposedly sitting at his desk casually. What is that called? Shoulder pressing? A hundred pounds? Standing like this. I don't want to do it. I want to cover up my, <laughs> my armpits. <laughs> it's warm in here, guys. <laughs> But he was holding it up, all, all showing off. Some people think there was a professional bodybuilder who did like an expose little feature saying it's not possible. It's fake. It's fake weight. And it's like whatever, but he's a dumb show off. And this guy, I dare say, has, has Cuomo ever called uh, President Trump a narcissist? Cuomo is a narcissist. It's kind of like how they accuse men of being uh, arrogant and insecure. Yeah, Mark Lobliner, Lobliner is the uh, body bodybuilder guy who said, you know what, Cuomo is not doing that. <laughs> that's not a real. That's not a real hundred pound thing. Yeah, Chris, it's all projection. All projection. These people calling Trump narcissist and all that, including the nice conservative Christians who call him that. I dare say. I've been saying that a lot. <laughs> what, I think I'm British? Don't the British say they they dare say? But I think that these... Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> what in the world? He did that? Okay, so Chris Cuomo's hanging... Showing off his uh, Arnold arms, right? And, you know, he's strong. But inwardly, no strength. Because look at his T-shirt. He's wearing this black t-shirt with these rainbow words, three words. One of them says gay, period, and that's sort of crossed out. And it's his rainbow colors. One says straight, and that's crossed out. And at the bottom it says, human, human, I'm a human. <laughs> with an exclamation mark, all bigger letters. And he thinks that's so deep. Italians, man. Am I right? <laughs> Chris is nodding. <laughs> there he is doing like a triathlon or something. Good for him for being fit, right? Good for him. But uh, they, as they say in the Bible, physical training is of some value. Yes, we should do that. Definitely. Especially in these COVID times. They're trying to expose us to the germs. But... Uh, Spiritually, this guy is, 
a mess. I mean, he works for CNN. And he argued for 25 minutes or so, 20 to 25 minutes with the great Judge Roy Moore, former chief justice of Alabama, about trying to pretend like he knows that same-sex marriage is constitutional when Judge Roy Moore is like, no, it's not. No. Natural law. Natural law. The laws of nature and God's, and nature's God, right? What about the spirit, exactly, the spiritual strength? This guy is a bunch of women and gays over there and uh, liberals over there at CNN. And he is no better than any of them. <sighs> I heard that Ghislaine Maxwell, um, her testimony on Epstein is going to be unsealed. That's exciting for some of you guys who have been following that story uh, avidly, maybe. Hmm. Is it true that he was involved with not just underage, but 11 years old people? You know, they were recruiting 11-year-old children to be involved in that weird sex thing that he was alleged to have been involved in? I heard that there's some proof. And I heard that wasn't like uh, wasn't like Mossad kind of involved in that Epstein thing too, somehow? He's like rubbing elbows with all kinds of weird powerful people. The Harvard University big-time donor Democrat big-time donor. He's rich enough, he probably donated to some Republicans. Maybe. Who knows? And there have been Republicans who've, who've um, gotten in trouble for this type of weird stuff, too. I don't know. It's like... The people who, who get that level of power, they um, aren't responsible with it. <laughs> I hate to, like, be kind of go Spider-Man with this. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. That Spider-Man, you know how that's early Spider-Man movie with that guy who doesn't look tough enough to be a Peter Parker, but he did an okay, he did a pretty good job. You know that line, with great power comes great responsibility. But, you know, like, people look down on these politicians and these rich guys that get married, uh... A whole bunch of no, not Garfield. <laughs> I'm talking about the uh, the one where his grandpa says, "With great power comes great responsibility." Yeah, Toby, whatever his name is, McGuire or whatever. But it's true; these guys don't aren't responsible and aren't faithful with the little things. They can't be trusted with these big things, and so of course they're gonna go out of control with more power and easy to get away with different things, they're going to go out of control. And so, of course, I would guess, I would guess that the perversions, too, might go out of control. And that leads to what? That leads to blackmail and embarrassing situations and all kinds of things, right? It makes a lot of sense. You guys know that I um, keep up with that that center-left, I call him center-left, some cases he's liberal, in some cases he's 
for, you know, the country, um, Mike Cernovich, he came on uh, one time on one of the radio, the radio shows and said that they use their perversions against them for, uh, for blackmail, to control them, to embarrass them. <laughs> Luckily, President Trump is pretty... I think that President Trump is pretty much transparent with what he is. And I don't blame him for not releasing his taxes, by the way. They're just going to nitpick and, you know, make mountains of molehills and things like that. Oh, he only paid $750. No, he paid millions. <laughs> and then it was credited to, to future things. <laughs> uh, Pete, I think Pete says, Tobey Maguire was a great Spider-Man. I mean, <sighs> yeah. I didn't like his face. <laughs> but a federal appeals court dealt Ghislaine Maxwell. Am I pronouncing her name wrong? It sounds weird. Uh, Maxwell. G. Maxwell. <laughs> woman. G. Woman Maxwell. Uh, the alleged madame to disgraced financier who's dead. G. Lane. G. Lane? G. Lane. G. Lane. Okay, that sounds better. Because I don't, you know, it just doesn't sound right. Okay. <laughs> is she French? Is it French? Is it something? I mean, it's one of those things that silences the. One of her parents is French. Right. One of them is something else. Oh, it's kind of like. It's kind of like Island. Jizz. I mean, Jilane. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Gilane. <laughs> Just. So, anyway, on Monday, she. Uh, wanted to consolidate her appeals in overlapping cases, and she wanted to thwart the release of the controversial deposition she gave in a now-settled civil lawsuit. You know, they went after this guy. It's funny how they go after the men, and then it's kind of quiet with regard to this, this woman and all the women involved. They treat the women like they were victims when they were uh, involved in it, accomplices. You know, I think that the women are every bit as as um, perverted as the men are. But less shameable. You'll notice, like, with regard to the voting patterns, like, women are way more for this same-sex marriage, and, I mean, that's like a, that ship has kind of sailed, right? Maybe it'll get turned back. <laughs> But, um, they are very much for all these scum-of-the-earth things, activities. It's kind of like, I guess they encourage the men to get corrupt and the young people to get corrupt so that they can judge them and control them and save them and think that, oh, I don't judge you, you're fine, and you're a winner in my heart. It was a, I think it was a 418-page deposition from April of 2016. We're opening the treasure chest, guys, that she wanted uh, not released, but I guess it's going to be released. I mean, um, John, and I don't know if he's referring to this topic to, right now, says, who cares? <laughs> Epstein's handler says, Skip. 
I'm kind of only covering because I know that a lot of you guys are interested in it. But I do see it as, you know, they they use all these wrong things to just push more wrong. They really do. Um, it's kind of like the Me Too movement. They so-called exposed Hollywood's corruption. Well, that wasn't a good thing because they didn't overturn it with non-corruption. They, they um, just put worse people in charge. The women are worse. <laughs> uh, Penny Rue gave a diamond and said, repeal the 19th, sincerely. And she's a woman. She says, a woman. The 19th being uh, women voting. I got to make sure that I open this treasure chest because I cannot be forgetting. Thank you, too, to Penny Rue for, uh, <laughs> for the other diamonds. And Reprobata with the diamonds. And says, how tough is Spider-Man supposed to be? <laughs> well, it's a good question, but I think of... When I thought of Spider-Man, like, the cartoon. There was one cartoon where he's just completely silent. That was, like, my favorite one. He's silent, and it's just cool because he's silent. He doesn't speak up and you realize how stupid he is. And then there were other Spider-Man cartoons where he's just constantly talking to himself, but you never see his mouth move because he has a COVID mask that covers his nose and mouth. And that one was less exciting because it just took away the coolness and toughness and awesomeness of just him swinging and beating up people and, and shooting webs out of his wrists and stuff like that. And so, I think he's supposed to be tough. <laughs> Bible go-to guy says about President Trump, Trump should never release his tax returns. His enemies will use that against him in every conceivable, and I add dishonest, way, including boycotting his businesses, or pressuring the people and companies he does business with to, uh, you know, betray him and stuff like that. I acknowledge the point is that we need to know who he is in debt to, especially if it is a foreign entity. That's the pretense, right? But that has to be weighed against his own vulnerability and his political and personal enemies, who are America's enemies. They just are. It's a fact. Jack. Thank you to Penny Rue, Noah's Ark, Kansas, Asmador, hey! Uh, Joe Maddock, oh, you know what, it's probably a monthly subscription coming in. <laughs> but, nice to see. Uh, Joe Maddock, Reprobata Returns. Oh, I called her Mindset before. Reprobata Returns. Oh, probably because was Mindset banned. I think he's sometimes gets himself banned. <laughs> he plays too rough for the people. The mods sometimes, I think. Ev Jenny Crosby, 2020, Cactus Eater Bear, Ron Armand, Sleepy Dragon, Shaggy Boy. Appreciate the support. I think that's how I saw Lin Yen Chin the other day. And people are like, Lin Yen Chin? He's not here. I think it's because these guys are subscribed monthly, so automatically they're losing lemons donating to me auto automatically and they're not even aware of it. I mean, they set it in place, so appreciate it either way. <laughs> no one says... I come back and James is talking about Spider-Man. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. 
speaking of uh, predators, uh, watch out, guys, if you go to the beach over here in SoCal. I've gone to the beach a couple of times. I don't go, I don't go, I don't wade too much out in the water right now. It's kind of dirty. I don't know. Plus, I don't trust L.A. right now. But there's a record number of sharks <laughs> outside of, off of the Southern California coast. Some of you guys are surfers and all that stuff. You probably know this better than me, but watch out for the sharks. And on the street, it's even worse. Watch your backs. Be alert. People are crazy. Don't show drawings of Muhammad. Just be wise. <laughs> and uh, you'll be fine. Haven't seen Brother Lin in a while. Yeah. Send him my regards. Actually, I've seen him uh, give hearts on my Facebook pages. So he's over there. He must be a, an anomaly type of a Zoomer in that he's still on uh, Facebook. Anyway, guys, today is Tuesday. Tomorrow is, um, we're going to have the Bond Sunday service reprise. Make sure you're subscribed to that channel. And uh, look out. We have some nice throwback material on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Okay? It's going to be fun. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. All right, guys? Appreciate it. Take care.